Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, and the schmoes know, this is Box Office Breakdown. Information and commentary on weekly movie box office. Hello, everybody. We are back live. So this is an actual hi. Thank you for watching us at Box Office Breakdown on the Popcorn Talk Network. I am Sarah Stratton. We are missing JTE today, but I do have Tom. You hello. Say hello. You hello, said you everybody. have some points to address. Yeah, I got a lot of things to talk about. Okay. First of all, JT is in uh, Compton for the Straight Out of Compton Day premiere at the Compton Swap Meet. Um, at, the, at the Swap Meet. Yeah, they're showing it on like a big screen projector for like the poor people and stuff, and uh, you know, or the people who just you know for Compton. For Compton, yeah, for Compton. It's like Are you daycare. seeing this movie this weekend? Oh, absolutely. Oh, good. Absolutely. We agree on one thing. Finally, yeah, that's in I mean, scheme look, of things. I think everyone. All the schmoes all want to see straight out of Compton. It's uh, like the one thing I feel like people agree about. A lot of white people are going to know what Compton is now. I mean, I grew up on NWA. We're going to talk about that in a little bit, but let's talk about the main things. I mean, look, Thursday, you know, Team B.O.B. was able to uh, beat, uh, you know, John, uh, a great opponents with John Campia, who was fantastic, and Tiffany was even great. She proposed to me with a lollipop ring. I have it at my house. It's in a... A lollipop ring? A, Do you mean a ring pop? Yeah, ring pop. It's in a glass case now. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, you know, look, I mean, they played well. They were up 8-2 to two going into the second round. JT killed it. I mean, I wasn't good at all. It was very hard questions for me. I'm not an animation guy. I'm not a fantasy guy. You guys, everybody knows that. Oh, it sounds like someone <clears throat> should have been there. Yeah, you probably should have. I mean, Spicy came through, but you had a, you know, we were, you were at the after hours. But my, my, my bone is, I don't understand why people are crying about this third round. Look, it is what it is. It, it, we were, we were up, they were up 9-7. That's like a two-run lead in the bottom of the ninth inning. It wasn't a blowout. This is I, what, this is what I say about the third round. The only person who should have, be able to complain about the third round is Ken. And Ken doesn't complain about it, so no one else should. Right. That was a walk-off grand slam. Yeah. I mean, that was just a, a, a yeah. Hail Mary at the end of a game. And that's what the third round is. It's a Hail Mary. It's a walk-off grand slam. You have to close the game. If you don't close, that's it. Yes, they were up 12-6. They missed a question. They bet six. Tie game. They get one more question, and they got a, a wrong again. That's what happens. What are you going to stop a game with like uh, 30 seconds left that, you know, one team's been winning for 59 minutes and you don't throw the Hail Mary? You throw a Hail Mary and sometimes it gets complete. And that's exactly what happened. I, I just I don't, don't get it. I don't know why people are going bananas over it. They need to get a concept and wake up. Just because their hero lost, it is what it is. Now, that being said, we'll see We'll see people this in seven weeks. This was soapbox number one of yeah. the day. We'll see people in seven like weeks. I feel like there's more to come. And we'll win next time, guaranteed. Uh, if I get the right questions, I got most of the Campia Spielberg questions and most of Tiffany's, but I don't know how many arrows. Right, that's like, not also you can't complain Elijah about that because that's part of the game. That's part right. of the game. That, that's true too. And like I said, if we would have lost, we would have lost fair and square. I had no problems with that, but it wasn't a blowout. What are you gonna end the game after two rounds? Oh yeah, guys, yeah, you won nine seven. Oh, real fucking cool. Anyway, that being said, I don't want to talk about it anymore. But nobody should complain about it, especially you know, look, people. Are, there's gonna be a blowout. I don't know if be, you want me to cut you off. 
Because yeah, you seem yet. really righteous about this. You know, and every post is about, oh, the scoring system Yeah, well, stupid. this show is about box office breakdown. Yeah. And so I'm going to cut you off and say some box office related but things. But what about the after hours? Oh, that, you want to talk about the after hours? After one. hours can come after we announce some winners. Right. Last week, of all of us... Finstock and I tied two out of five. I really, really should have gotten three out of five, but some people were rushing me. No, you um, were dealing with, you thought, JT convinced you that Shaun of the Sheep was going to make some money. I was convinced. Just to point out, though, also, <clears throat> JT pushed to have his lineup changed, and still we wouldn't have had a clear winner. However, for you fans out there, we did have a clear winner. Winner. It's going to Renee Flores, who got five out of five. It was the only mm. out of forty out of forty guesses was the only person who got five out of five. Congratulations! So, congrats, Renee. Also, we had a bunch of our guessing games um, with four new movies coming out. So, starting with Fantastic Four winners, Lawrence L- London and Danny Cust for the gift guessing game. We- Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. We have Andreas Dombrowski, Trey White, and Ryan Martinson for Sean the Sheep because it just had to be in there. We have Mark Menchaca and winner of the Ricky and the Flash guessing game goes to Marco Visocio and Ryan Martinson again. Well done. So a lot of winners out there this week. Mm-hmm. And thank you guys for participating. Thank you for beating us. Yeah. Um, we will get back to it this week. I don't know what we're going to do because JT is not here. Yeah. This well, is a I mean, tight battle. He's going to, he may, he may call in a little bit. Um, we'll see if he yeah, calls so, in, we have to get his predictions. Like I said, overall, it was a good weekend for box office breakdown fans and box office breakdown hosts because we well, we won thursday and then we crushed in the after hours we might have been the only semi i just kind of people like there. Was, i was just <clears throat> chilling with my drink you i made yourself like I a feel woman like I'm, I'm a very mellow drunk person at least when other people are not well, so people how, mellow people know how to handle their stuff i mean you know some people went bananas it was what it was. Uh, I think it was fantastic for about two hours and 20 minutes, and then it went totally off the charts. Uh, not on my part, but and not on yours either, and not on JTE's. Yeah. As you a know. team, at least we can all go drink together and, and be Absol- fine. Absolutely. We got home perfectly fine. Perfectly safe and perfectly happy. Right. Well, now we can go on to this weekend's numbers, which were a bit of a mess themselves. <clears throat> Um, starting with number five did end up going to Ant-Man, just barely beating out Ricky and the Flash and Minions, all of them coming in in the $7 million margin. Ant-Man okay. came in with 7.8. I said they were all going to be around each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so good job, Ant-Man, staying in there. Next, number four, which you did not predict, Vacation staying in the top five yeah. with 9.1 million dollars only dropping 38 percent that's really good for this mm-hmm. then we're going to go to our new releases the gift mm-hmm. for Blumhouse bringing in about 12 million that's good because it probably has a conservative budget they always do yep fantastic for 
the flop of the weekend, if not of the year or of superhero movies in general. A lot of people are just crushing on these numbers. We'll talk about that. It brought in 26 million. This Mm. is a movie with, I believe, a $122 million budget. Damn close. Um, this is when they have their fingers crossed for international numbers. Yeah, they'll do it. And then Mission Impossible Rogue Nation is holding on to its number one spot with a 47% drop to $29.4 million. I think, look, we'll talk about, you know, Ant-Man, great. Back in the top five, perfect. Uh, vacation, decent hold. Mm-hmm. Bene- I think it benefited from Fantastic Four being just terrible. There was no other real comedies in the marketplace. They're so like, oh, let's go see Vacation, check it out, see what's up. The gift, I'm really happy it did this, these numbers. I, like I said, people like creeps. People like going to these kind of creepy movies and me being one of them. I, I was supposed to see it yesterday, but I went to a comedy show, but I will see it this week. Um, I, you know, Joel Egerton, great job for, you know, directing. You're not going to go see Ricky and the Flash? I told you. I about feel like Ricky that's straight up your alley. No, I would never see that. There's no market for that. Everybody who saw that movie. They brought in like seven million. That yeah, is. Yeah, those are all Meryl Streep fans. Other than that, nobody cares. Yeah, this will make like two million dollars next week. It's, it's like done. Like B Cinnamon Sports. And then you know, then you look at Mission Impossible. Great hold. Um, it was going to make this money regardless after the first week. Great word of mouth. And I think you know, obviously, it bene- everything benefited from Fantastic Four being just a terrible film. I mean, Josh Trank going out there and saying like this wasn't my film and stuff like that is. Damage control. Fox is in big trouble this with this. This has just turned into the <clears throat> gossip movie. Yeah. Uh, so much has joke. just been... There's articles, like I was reading one on Vulture today, that's like, let's get into the nitty gritty of what, who is actually to blame for Fantastic Four. And it's like, oh, this movie from the very beginning, the director and the studio were at each other's throats. Um, whatever her name is. Um, Mara yeah. or whatever was mistreated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so Miles was Teller, Teller was like fighting with the director, even though Trank fought to uh, have him on set. <clears throat> it's, it's a bunch of blame passing. It's typical blame passing. Cow. I mean, look, this was supposed to be a franchise starter. It's a fan- it's now a franchise destroyer. Uh, I don't think you'll see another Fantastic Four movie for a decade, if not you more. Can. Both pa- don't have, and both have very similar arguments. The original, not the original, but the Jessica Alba Fantastic Four also had a ton of ga- gossip mm-hmm. around it about how she was just. She came out saying that she was point, just over-sexualized and basically mm-hmm. her lines were taken away and yeah. they made her costume well, that might be more a good, revealing. That might be a good thing for her. The lines are being taken away and the form-fitting outfit is good but too. There but there was a ton of gossip around that one as well. It's a, they're about, terrible movies and they're terrible superheroes. Nobody cares about these guys. Look, I think you know the power of social media destroyed this movie. You had John Stuckman, Schmoes, everybody was like, do not go see this. And you know, you're talking over 2 million views. There's two million people who are going to be like, I'm not going to go see this movie. And then some people just see it for the shock factor. Um, $26 million out the gate in this is unbelievable. Fox has already taken all the billboards down quicker than Subway took the Jared uh, posters down. I mean, there you are going hard on just getting rid of this movie and trying to wash the bad taste out of their mouth. Let it go overseas. Fox works, works magic overseas anyway. It'll make some of its money back. It'll probably do 200 worldwide. And they'll be like, get this out of here. And that's pretty much it. What do you this think thing. this is going to do for the careers? Because that's what I'm interested in. If anything's drawing me into this movie, I do want to know how Miles Teller, how no, no. Um, B. Jordan like, handled themselves. I want to know what they I look like in these roles. 
these guys are better actors in this movie. Um, this is a cash grab for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they probably all got paid more money than they've ever been paid before. I would do the same thing. I wouldn't care if the movie sucked. I'd be like, yeah, who do you want me to be? The rock guy? Yeah, sure, whatever. Uh, look at what's his name. Uh, Jordan's going to be Creed. He'll get critical yeah. acclaim for that. No one's saying anything. Miles Teller just came off with Whiplash. You got fine. Kate Mara. She does her thing within, you know, she does TV with uh, the Netflix show. She does uh, House of Cards. Or House, House of Cards, exactly. I don't even know who the rock guy was. This is going to fall on Fox, and this is going to fall on Trank, period. And, you know, well, like I said, when a director comes out and starts just really bashing his own movie. run away from them. Yeah, you know, he's not going to be directing any superhero movies anymore or any kind of big, large fantasy stuff. Nothing that has this back money to, behind it. Go back it. to doing the found footage like Chronicle and stuff like that. Stick to what you're good at. Well, Fantastic Four, if it drops, it's probably going to plummet even more than this. But it still could bring in another 10 next week. If we that, will, I, would, I would say somewhere around there, yeah. We will see. The Gift got pretty good reviews it's doing fine um people love creeps i mean it's hot when you when somebody leaves something on your doorstep none of the new releases though were had anyone up in arms about how great they were i didn't have anyone coming up to me being like i saw a movie this weekend that you really need Mm -hmm. to see it's all being pushed towards next week stuff the the movie that the strongest reviews was Shaun of the sheep and of course only made like four million there's no nobody's talking in it it's a bunch of animal noises but it has the best reviews you can go outside and sit in the park and listen to that no you'd have to go to like in the park, you hear sheep, and I heard I heard a saxophone in our park today. Did That's you really? About it. Yeah, oh, that was me. <laughs> I got up around like seven o'clock. I play the sax. You play the sax. Yeah. All right, let's go to international numbers. Rogue Nation opened in eighteen more overseas markets, <clears throat> collecting a stellar sixty-five point five million this weekend. That's from fifty-eight total um, territories, and that boosts Paramount's international total to one hundred and fifty-six point seven million. Mm-hmm. So now globally, we've got two hundred and sixty-five point four. We still have France, Brazil. And Italy, mm-hmm. followed by China again, <laughs> opening in September. Mm-hmm. Um, so, MI five looks like on course to make over seven hundred million worldwide, mm-hmm. uh, which could be a new high for Tom Cruise. And he should be. I think that yeah, this thing will cruise past, no pun intended, seven hundred million worldwide. Uh, I for think sure. it'll hit around there. I don't yeah, think it's absolutely. It's and that's and there's, you'll a, see there's too Impossible much coming out years. between. Yes, you'll probably see a, a six and like. It's done well enough. The reviews have been solid enough. People are still excited about it. And Tom Cruise's performance is... People are happy. He's not yeah. being praised, but they're very satisfied with the role he gave. He does... He does. He, oh, he's a consummate professional. I'll say it a thousand times over. <laughs> Moving on to Fantastic Four, which we have to talk about a little bit more before it disappears. The franchise featuring the cast... Uh, the first two Fantastic Four picks in the franchise featuring the different cast bowed to 56.1 million. That was in 2005. And 58.1 million in 2007. The new four opened to 34.1 million in 43 international markets this weekend. Um, Fantastic Four 2 with the same new cast is already set to release for June 9th, 2017. But we'll, it'll be seen if there's any changes are made to that plan. Uh, there so it will definitely was be a different, a different slated, but yeah. I think it could disappear altogether. Uh, it's, it's, they're probably deciding that right now in the Fox studios. They're in the war room right now mm-hmm. wondering what went wrong. 
You know what? The, one, I don't a lot even of know if in international room. money will save it for another sequel. Uh, probably not. Just I because mean, I don't know who they're going to get on board to direct it. Are the actors going to return? No Are they way. contracted in? That's like, a possibility. If any of the Star 4 actors isn't contracted in, I'd be very <clears throat> surprised to see them do this again. Oh, yeah. I think if it makes under a certain amount of money, they probably mm-hmm. contracts go void. Mm-hmm. This movie's terrible. Have you seen it? I wouldn't see this if you paid me. All right. Disney Ant-Man has banked $147.4 million to date. And the global tally has shot up to $326.3 million. Um you still have Korea, Japan, and China mm-hmm. to open. China's just holding on to these movies. See, this is what I'm going to say. They open Do you really trap. think? Yes, but they still have Ant Man to open. Are they going to be? Is Fantastic Four going to see enough money from China because they have other movies that are backed up that they have to see? They see everything over it's there. It's not going to save it. <sighs> uh, it ain't going to make a lot of money, but it will make some. But yeah, not enough I mean, to save it. The only thing that nothing's opening in China right now because Mouse Hunt. Is making like $5 trillion over there. Are you sure it's called Mouse Hunt? Monster yeah. Hunt. Monster Hunt. Whatever. Right? Same thing. It's, it's Mouse yeah. Hunt was a, like... It's, it's monster. It's like a little Asian guy holding like a little Casper looking type baby. I don't know what's Google. going Can on over Google there. Can we Google a picture of Monster Hunt? We possibly monster could. Monster Hunt. And what did it China make this week? Somebody sent me something. China. Yeah, what Monster Hunt make this week over in China? Well, we looked that up. We can r- recap one thing. Minions Worldwide Hall vaulted past 900 million over the weekend. It now stands at 912, it might- making it the number seven tune. What? The number seven tune of all time globally. Minions should crack one yeah, billion before it even opens in China Jesus. on September 13, making it the highest grossing film yet in the Despicable Me franchise. It's also the worst movie yet in the Despicable Me franchise. September might be a good time to attack China because everybody's going to be in the theaters checking out Ant-Man, Fantastic Don't Four, say Mission things Impossible like that. Five. Don't say things like that. That's- oh, what, attacking China? Yes. I wasn't going to say like with, with weapons or anything. With Let's just go over with there and steal candy? the stuff they're making. With, so, we'll with, steal the stuff they're making and bring it over here. I, I really don't want to be targeted by China, so please stop saying things no, like they, that. They love me over there. I have a bunch of friends. Do uh, we have any information yeah, on? Yeah, it just, the mouse, oh, uh, the monster wait, hunt just scroll passed. scroll up a tiny bit. It just passed. Uh, the CGI live action fantasy epic now has a 221.41 million, making the biggest, making it the biggest Chinese film ever. Let's see if I can read this. Yeah, this is tiny writing. My eyes hurt. The box office records keep, yes, tumbling in China. Oh, and it's mm-hmm. moving as Monster Hunt gobbles up the competition for a second week and set the whole host of new markers for local films in the world's second biggest movie market. By the way, this is from The Hollywood Reporter, if you want to read the mm-hmm. whole article. Um, after taking the single day, single day for IMAX, opening mm-hmm. day, and opening weekend box office records for the Chinese film, Monster Hunt took the record for the fastest local film to pass the symbolic 1 billion wow. RMB, which equals 169 million, figure in the domestic box office. Do you think, Passing that milestone in only eight days. Do you think that like the president of China, whoever it is or whatever, just says, like, everybody go see this movie and then they do it, right? Because they have to because it's communism. Um, no, I don't, I don't think that is what happens. I think they're told I what think to do over that, there. like, as the article says, it is the second biggest movie making market. For so long, it always felt like you had 
It looks like the guy from the Big Hero 6. The blockbusters were coming from the U.S. So, of course, there's like a bajillion and a half movie stars in India. And yeah. then there was all like the fancy foreign films coming out. What is that little fancy. thing? It's like a little Casper, like kind of like seal with like a mohawk. It's, um, uh, that's a fairly accurate description. Yeah, it's not bad, right? Actually, I kind of want to see this now. You could see it. Well, were, were they showing it anywhere yeah, here in the Chinese house in the Chinese uh, theaters down in uh, down downtown LA? I'm gonna see it. You should. Do you think it's any good? They don't subtitle it though. Oh, they don't do subtitles in China. That's they just make play the movie difficult. just the way they want to do it. I don't know how to describe that thing. It kind of looks like um, it's a seal with like uh, no, it looks like it's it like slothy like, from Goonies um, a little bit, and then it has like the <laughs> ana- has that Japanese anime face, but it's Sloth Chinese from Goonies. Has a chia pet hair. It's it's Binch or whatever he is. I don't know. It kind of um there's actually a figure it looks like. It kinda looks like it has the face of the mermaids that were in Harry Potter. Yeah. Except for it's like white. Looks like one of those doesn't look like a cabbage package kid. Everyone look it up. Yeah. And then we can go see it in China. Monster Zillion dollars. It's China's baby. Yeah. All right, so we will be moving on back to (laughs) our international game. Yeah. We don't have a JT to do the thing, so but do the thing, but we can just move in. Um, I almost, I almost. Oh. I can't do it. International title game. No, as good as him. No. I, yeah, I can't act like that. He, he gets because he's dedicated. It comes up. It's his. like he really tries. It's centered. It's centered in his. It's centered soul. in his stomach, and it. Uh, Makes its way up to its di- the diaphragm, trachea, larynx. diaphragm. Yeah, diaphragm, larynx, larynx, whatever you want to call it. And then he just, it just comes out, and he just he delivers it so good. And it's it's not accurate. He would an Oscar. Diaphragm is like what you sing from. Yeah, that's what How, it comes from. He doesn't actually use his voice. He brings it up. You, you ever watch his stomach when it does it? He puts it in, and then as he says it, it, it poofs out. It's amazing. Anyway, that being said, uh, <laughs> for the gift here. Uh, you know the foreign everything's from China again. We're going to go with Jason Bateman, who uh, is a pretty interesting fellow. Really good movies uh, sometimes. I I really like Jason Bateman. Yeah, he's a good actor. He's, he's nice, funny. He's got dry, sarcastic humor. And he's, he he's you know does movies that are actually really really good. Like broke uh, bad words was good. Bad words is really good. Um, you know I we got a couple on here that are good actually. So all right, one couples resort. Not a good movie. Not a good movie. Uh, sex trading. Which makes sense. Teen Wolf 2. 18-year-old wolf sequel. Okay. Okay. Juno. Dumpy, grumpy, pregnant <laughs> lesbian with a bad outlook on life. Really? No. Just kidding. Uh, the Gift. Wait, what was... Is Juno not? One? No, I didn't have. It just said Juno because that sounds like close to Chinese lettering and stuff. So, uh, the gift, the one he's in now, evil package. All right. Starsky and Hutch. Double crazy, police net. All right. I didn't do gift the other week, did I? No. No. Okay. Couples Resort, once again. Okay. Uh, that one with, like, I think it was, like, Vince Vaughn and, like, Tracy Morgan or something. I don't know. Sex Trading. 
Teen Wolf 2, the classic, where he was Scott Howard's cousin and he went to the boxing ring and did amazing stuff. 18-year-old Wolf sequel. The Gift. Evil. Package. Starsky and Hutch. Double Crazy. Police Net. Hmm. <clears throat> but let's see. Why are you not looking at me? Uh, do we have JT on the line? Is he there? Does he want to join Is in this? Is that what's happening? It might be. I was like, because I was like, are you trying to avoid eye contact so I like can't read you? Yeah, because I'm trying some new stuff. Do we have? I'm also trying some new stuff. I've do we have somebody from the Compton Swap Meet on the phone? Gremlin. I thought we did. Maybe he's trying. gone again. So now I have to pick. Yes. Well, double crazy, whatever, whatever is true. Okay. You got me confused about this evil package thing because you said you used it before, which mm-hmm. makes me think that it's hmm, of note. Uh huh. Eighteen-year-old wolf sequel is too boring for you to come up with. Uh huh. Well, that's true. And <clears throat> sex trading. So it's either evil package or sex trading. Oh, that's his. That's his voicemail. What is happening? He'll call again. He, um, you know what? He might. They might have stole his phone over there. Erg. <laughs> I. We are going to go on with. Um, I'm going to pick evil package. Ah, okay. Or sex trading. And okay. I'm going to go with evil package. Do we have this guy again? I think we might have him. Is he calling? It looks like him. Do we have somebody from Compton? Hey, what's going on, in guys? Compton. There he He's is. Not from Compton. Hey, we just did we just did the movie title uh, thing, and you uh, we didn't have you here to uh, you know bring the energy up with it. So we're yeah, on it. Tough, hey, man, but... you want me to you want me to run these by you real quick? No, I want to know what his predictions are and why get he's them in too? Compton. Okay, we're gonna figure that out. All right. I'm covered in this, uh, <gasps> there's a really there's a really good burger place in Compton. Or maybe that's an Ingle. No, that. Really? Yeah, no, that. Yeah, yeah don't go like there. A really good. Yeah, no, it's really good. Yeah, that's the place that Suge Knight ran over those people. No, not yeah. that one. It's like a white. Like, <laughs> don't see that around here. Here's, I'm dead. So, so what do you? No, so, it's so good. So I'm you're there doing the, uh, you know, the uh, the, the sw- straight out of the Compton premiere for like the inner city kids over there at the swap meet, right? Yeah, I gotta say, it's been a little rough going so far. Um, mm-hmm. I lost my sneakers in the game of crabs, and I'm not even sure how to play the game, but I think I won, but they were pretty uh, adamant that I had to give them my sneakers. Hey, man, even if you win over there, you're going to lose. <laughs> That's a good point. There's no and winning very, over there. You know, you got to be on your toes here, because like, every once in a while, you'll hear somebody yell, world star, and then you start knocking dudes out. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I just have really good memories, because I remember I had a really good burger, either in there or in Inglewood. You're probably Inglewood. You wouldn't go to It Compton. was, like, humongous. It was, like, the patty was, like, this big, and it was just, like, drenched in grease. Mm. Oh, well. Super yeah. Sounds well, interesting. Well, the hardest thing about coming here was I'm wearing, like, blue jeans and, like, a red and blue striped shirt, because I'm really trying to stay neutral in the whole blood crypt thing. Yeah. Uh... It's, it's not easy. People it, keep coming up to me and asking, and I just kind of run away. You want to stay away from the Grape Street Crips. Although you could hey, say, just mention my name down there. Uh, the, oh, really? The gra- okay. Yeah, the Grape that Street Grape Street Crips. Uh, I used to uh, serve one of the guys. Uh, he was a good dude. I used to clean his carpets and stuff like that. Nice guy. Um, so well, good apparently straight out of Compton, you know, it takes place about, you know, around the L.A. riots and everything and how they 
Fluffy Crip kind of came together. Right. I thought so, you were just going to say, you know, Straight Out of Compton takes place in Compton. <laughs> and I was going to be like, really, JTE? Oh, no, I know. Who would have no, thunk? No, listen, I've been rap battling people every chance I get over here. You know, I could rap pretty decently. You know what? JTE is a rapper. He has a couple yeah. of YouTube raps and stuff like that. What did you go by? JT Smooth or something? Uh, Silky J. Silky J. That's what it was. That's, really? It's, yeah, it's my interesting. Friend, is this, yeah. like, Googleable? Like, can I find evidence? Silky J and my uh, friend Robert was B Smooth. Yes, they had a group in, like, the early 90s. Is it, like it Googleable? Like, can I can I YouTube it? Hey, we're going to try. Imagine, like, yeah. imagine like Millie Manili versus, like, with a mix of Vanilla Ice. That's what it was. There's a silky J at there's a silky J at Twitter. Is that you? Silky no, J does I, not I, look I, like I, you. I tried to get it, but it was already gone when I tried grabbing it. Oh, there you go. Yeah, we just talked about Fantastic Four. We were talking about our illustrious victory on uh, you know the Schmodown. Uh, we talked about how we were the you know yeah. we were the only cognizant ones in the after hours. So we said it was a just big win weekend for uh, Team Bob. Yeah, it was pretty messy. Uh, I gotta be honest, the screen here is pretty similar to after hours. Feel? Yeah. <laughs> is there a lot of like <laughs> a mad, lot of people a lot with of... Uh, p- brown paper for bags? I don't think they're drinking like ripple. No, they're probably drinking like uh, the you know purple juice. Uh, the the, <laughs> the the purple syrup. The purple, J- the purple stuff. JT, I don't want to lose you before you give us your top five predictions, yeah, which is okay. hard because I know we're not one, there um, yet. But you need to be part of our game. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, what was it, a tie this week? Uh, yeah, me and Sarah tied a two, uh, you know, two of five. You had zero. You had zero. In case you're wondering. You would have, uh, Sarah would have won if you didn't convince her to, uh, take to out Ant-Man. To put Sean the sheep in. Yeah. Thanks, JT. Yeah. It was all part of my plan. I was, we're just trying to get Sarah Twitter. That's true. So I was just trying to influence her. That's true. That, no, this is supposed to be a team here. Yeah, but this Not is an individual two game. Versus Sarah. There's an individual game on this. Fine. JTE, we have... Uh, I'll go, yeah, let me give my top five real quick because I got to go. Um, Do you want me to remind you what's coming out? I got to moving around here because people are staring at my phone pretty hard. Yeah, I could believe that. Um, Do you want me to remind you what's say, coming out next week? Yeah. The, Do you want me to remind you what the new releases are? No, no, they're Man from Uncle, um, mm-hmm. and then you have the big one is uh, Trailer Compton, obviously. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm trying to think, that was, those are only two major ones, to be honest with you. Yes. The other ones are all small. Yeah. That's correct. Uh, so, number one, straight out of Compton. Uh, that's going to be, you know, no doubt in my mind. Uh, it's very hard, but it's multi generational. Everyone, if you see how many people are here, you would be like, yeah, that's going to be huge. What's the ratio? Um, is it like, is it mostly black and Mexican and you're the only, well, you're Mexican too, uh, technically. There's one other white guy here. Mm-hmm. I saw him. Uh, we tried to stay in contact and he's left an ambulance, so <laughs> I don't know what happened. Yeah. I heard all the tensions I heard are high over there. Star, world star, and that was it. Well, the NWA is really, NWA stands for No Whites Allowed. Stop cutting him off. I Sorry. need to know his answers. Sorry. Yeah, better not. Uh, anyway, number one, I've got to get straight out of Compton. Number two, I was wrestling with this one. I thought maybe Man from Uncle could replace Mission Impossible, or Mission Impossible might be number two, but I'm going to go with Man from Uncle at number two. Mm-hmm. It's going to be really close, though. I think number three is Mission Impossible. 
Mm-hmm. Number four, I'm going to go to Gift. And then number five, I'm going to say Fantastic Four. Actually, you know what? Put Fantastic Four at four, put the Gift at five. Okay. That's I feel not like a bad that's a pretty, pretty you know what? That's, safe. That's that's list. pretty pretty close to mine. You're gonna be let's uh let's let's get a number on Fanta- uh on uh, straight out of Compton for you, just in case I have the top five same top five or I'm, I'm saying uh I'm gonna say forty million. An even forty. Okay. That's not 40, bad because yeah. it's pro- where'd you where'd you come up with that number? A lot of people drinking forty ounces over there. Exactly. Actually, there you they're go. giving free cherry curls over here, so I think I'm going to get one. <laughs> that, would be a, guys go. that would be All amazing right, on you. you. <laughs> All right, dude. All right, guys. Thanks. How's it going? Uh, I look forward to seeing this movie, and I'll see you guys next week. Cool, man. Later. See ya. All righty. Thank you, Jim. So yours was the gift, Evil Package? Evil Package, the gift, because we got sidetracked on the Oh, gosh. I picked that or Sex Trading. Yeah, which one was it? Sex Trading. Okay. Evil gift, evil okay. package, evil sex trading, evil sex trading. Yeah, that's the best kind of sex trade. Sex trading. Yeah, the demonic kind. So you're going to go with sex trading? Sex trading. Okay. Jonathan? Well, that's the one I was going to go for, but... Maybe you stick to your guns, you know, whatever. Yeah, I'll just do that one. That's okay. Are you going to hang in there with me? So sex trading. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know what? You guys are right. Yes. It's, uh, it's called, like, High wonderful... Through the booth glass. It's called, like, wonderful partner something something ridiculous anyway that being said good job we got segued from it but this yeah. is a segue type of show today. i don't know if i can really count that as a win though because jt wasn't here yeah that's true and i so i think that was just more for fun he's in compton the doing game. the thing he's such a he's such a pioneer jt he just travels all the time he's just unbelievable the guy is he's underrated he's one of the underrated schmoes if not the most underrated schmo is that the title you would give him? Yeah, I'm going to call JT, him. Well, he's every man's hero. most underrated schmo. The guy saved us Who's on the most thing. overrated schmo? That's, maybe that's a question for the after hours. Um, maybe that's a question for the comments. And the most overrated. I don't know. Some people might say me, but they'd, they'd be stupid to say that. Uh, I don't know. I almost, brought in, I almost brought in a... A Bonnie Somerville. I almost stole your international titles game, and I was just going to write out comments that people said about you and mm-hmm. then try and get you to pick which one was a lie. That would have been perfect. I thought... During the after hours? They deleted all the comments. No shit. They had to. So I couldn't fulfill what was, my task was, was. I had about 350 Twitter notifications and another like 600 Facebook updates. Exactly. So I was going to take them, quote them, and then make my own Finstock comments game. That but would have been all amazing. of them were removed. But they would have been all positive because I destroyed that. So did I you. did get one of them. One of them called you a gentleman. Another one told you yeah. to go home because you were drunk. But that was actually on our last week's episode. So. Yeah, well, oh, yeah, that was. Well, I said I didn't like Simon Pegg's humor. I really got backlash for that. Sorry. You also got asked, did he, uh, did yeah, beat, my he dad. Beat, beat your dad up? I, I just didn't like Shaun of the Dead. And I don't like the other one either. The, the, and the comments continue. Yeah. Well, let's continue with this week, He's which nice is guy. more on Jason Bateman. So yeah. it's going to be Jason Bateman's top five grossing films. Mm-hmm. We will get into them starting with Horrible Bosses. Mm-hmm. One thing that we're not including on this list is Dodgeball, <sighs> which I don't remember him being. He in. was one of the announcers on it. Oh. But it's not enough gotcha. screen time to give him uh Gotcha. Well, credit. he was in Horrible Bosses. Um, this movie, I know, was made into a sequel, but the sequel did not do as well. The original no. had, like, Jennifer Aniston in it. Right. A um, whole bunch of stuff. Honestly, I don't really remember this movie, except for wasn't she, like, it was Jennifer Aniston was, like, she a sexually was, aggressive dentist. Yeah, she deep-throated a banana. 
Like she took some classes how to deep throat and stuff like that. It was amazing. Well, you know what you, you know. I don't what you know do? if you're making that up. No, no. Uh, in order to lose your gag reflexes, all you gotta do is like really, uh, you, with one hand, you grab your thumb and you squeeze it really tight. So what she had was, as she was deep throating a banana, she had somebody grab her left hand and the left thumb, and then you lose all your gag reflexes. But now, what you don't want to do is swallow the banana, because I know some lady in New York. My guy, my buddy, picks up dead bodies and stuff like that for the uh, morgue, and this 700 pound lady swallowed a banana and died. Yeah, so it's not good. I've seen a picture of it, too. The guy's an idiot. He's the worst. So for all of you out there, this is our PSA on don't swallow any bananas. No. If you're going to put a banana in your mouth, make sure it has like some kind of like stopper. Okay, we're going to move on to Identity Thief, um, bringing in 100... Oh, by the way, Horror Boss has brought in $120 million in 2011, and Identity Thief brought in $137 million mm-hmm. in 2013. This was the height of... Um, Melissa McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy. It was like a coming out party. And there's a year where she was just, everyone was really, she transferred from TV really to film all yeah, around these movies. after Bridesmaids and stuff like that. So I think it was a, this was one of her first vehicles, actually, mm-hmm. after Bridesmaids. Mm-hmm. You know, the guy, Seth Gordon, uh, you know, parlayed, he uh, did this movie. He started with this movie called King of Kong. It was a documentary on, like, King Kong and Bob, Billy Mitchell, and it was amazing. But he parlayed it into an amazing career. This guy's done movie, done horrible bosses he did uh this one uh a couple other movies he's done and he's executive producer on like the goldberg show on abc you know you make a good documentary you know get noticed boom keep moving on yeah. all the way up to the breakup back in 2006 made 147 million dollars mm-hmm. also a universal picture as well as identity thief it's really funny because like looking at this list i actually really like um, Jason Bateman as an actor, mm-hmm. but what I do remember him more is like movies like or Arrested Development or talking yeah. about. I really did like him in Bad Words, but when I think about these movies, Horrible Bosses, Identity, The Breakout, they're really not on my list of like even rewatching. No, these are these are, like, these are program movies. Yeah, they're program movies. This list they kind of depresses throw, me. You throw them out when there's no comedies out there. You know, make some money here and there. Do 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 do. I mean, who was in this? Uh, Vaughn and uh, Jennifer Aniston. I think right? it was Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, Peyton, again. Peyton Reed directed this. The guy, same guy who did Ant Man. He was also going to do Fantastic Four. Really? Lucky, <laughs> lucky he didn't. Man, good run away. Yeah, he run bought, away he, from yeah. Fantastic Four he as of out. now. Yeah. Um, number two going to Juno, bringing in one hundred and sixty-three million dollars in two thousand seven. Also known as Grumpy um, Dumpy Lesbian, who with a bad attitude. I like this movie. <laughs> Most people do. Everyone was on board for this movie, and then everyone like took like an exodus from it, like five years down the road. Yeah, like, when uh, it came out, everyone loved it. And yeah, I was like, it was a, it was a time it was a time slot hit. She did Juno, and then what she do? She did Whip It. Do you remember that one? Yeah, and then she did a couple other movies. She didn't. Then she did uh, whatever the one, DiCaprio Inception. Yeah, she's coming out. But I mean, look, she uh, she wanted to write in a lesbian scene where uh, you know she experiments with Jennifer Gardner. There was a she she wrote the scene and they were like no it's like it's where Jennifer Gardner's like bending over in the shower and like she like comes up behind her and like tries to like kiss her and stuff like that you, no that was a lie that one I got ha ha you're smirking <laughs> either way this it was a time slide this you open Juno now it does it does Ricky and the Flash numbers yeah it came out in 2007 when everybody was like emo girls didn't know what they were teetering on their sexuality. You know, no, they weren't using condoms anymore. Michael Sarah was a star, things like that. 
All right. Well, speaking of superhero movies that were pretty much slammed by critics, um, Hancock also has had a lot of bad word of mouth. Yeah, I should never do a movie with cock in it. It was Will Smith. He was like a superhero, but he had... It was either... Did what, he have a drinking problem or anger issues? Yeah, it was a drinking or problem, something. anger issues. You know, Dave Chappelle was uh, seriously considered to play this role, which I, I would have really liked. That. that would have been funny. But, you know, at one point, the film was much darker as well, where Hancock would be was so sexually frustrated because when he had sex with the ladies, he would kill them afterwards. No. I'm dead serious. That's not a lie. See, I'm not smirking. Uh, but they were like, this is just too much. So as Hancock was drinking, he becomes sexually frustrated because he's like, if I do have sex with somebody, then I have to kill him. That's what the movie was about. And obviously it sat on the shelf because it didn't get made probably because of that reason. Well, it turned into, I believe he was an alcoholic or something. Yeah, but, but he does have sex with somebody in the movie and like, it's, it's crazy. That. Yeah. I don't remember. The movie's terrible. It did open to like 60 million though. Of course it did. Charlie Theron, Will Smith at his height. Oh, that's right. Charlie Theron was like also a superhero. She was a, yeah. But she was like, was she married to Jason Bateman? Yes, correct. Is that and how he comes into play? Right. Exactly. All right. They this find was out they're like long lost lovers from like a couple of decades ago week. or something. Going into upcoming films, the one every schmo is waiting to see or have pretty much already seen straight out of Compton mm-hmm. one more thing before this starts oh, God. please please for the love of God stop with the straight out of Compton memes okay it's over it, it's driving me crazy I'm ready to get rid of all my social media until this is over with it's worse than the rainbows it's worse than the ice bucket challenge at least those had some meaning behind it don't you have one Aren't yeah, you the but, focus hey, of the I didn't, make, I didn't make it. But aren't you one? Don't you have yeah, one? Well, I was drinking a bottle of Grey Goose. I was thirsty. So are you going to delete your straight out of Compton meme? Uh, I wish it was gone. There's too many There's of them. There's no way. Somebody I just saw have, your like, reaction to that there, one. Like, straight out you... of my mother's womb. Aggressive. Yeah. Aggressive. That's, we need one straight out of, one, we need one straight out of meme that ends all the straight out of memes. I don't know what that is yet, but hopefully somebody finds it. I... It's very interesting how there's like these fad social media things. Like everyone just creates the same thing. People get very sheepy, you know. Anyway, I'm really excited for this movie. I am too. I loved NWA growing up. Uh, They were one of the first rap groups I ever listened to. My mom was like, what are you listening to? And I'm like, this is NWA. They're out of the West Coast. And I was an East Coast guy. I mean, other than Creed, this is the movie I want to see the most. Uh, Michael, you know, the crazy part, Michael B. Jordan was off with the role of Dre in this, and he shut it down because he had to do Fantastic Four. So there was a lot of bad decision-making at this point. It has 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. The press in L.A. for it is going crazy. It has Mm -hmm. replaced all the Fantastic Four billboards, Mm -hmm. and everyone seems really excited. It is a rated R movie, and it's supposedly only going to be in, like, 2,500 theaters. Mm -hmm. So that's about... A thousand less than we see some of our like superhero movies and such like that coming out. There's probably some that areas said, they I, can't do it. There's a there's probably really legitimately some theaters that were like, I don't want to take this movie because it's gonna. It, they probably think it's gonna be violence, and that's just stupid and ignorant. But because uh, it's a it's just a it's a doc. But there's a it, lot of stuff in there that's gonna really surprise people, and it's gonna show. You know, there's like Dre. You know, Dre's a Dre's, Dre beats up women. I mean, it's, it's a documented fact, and you'll see it in the movie. Um, 
but it's a, a nostalgia tour for me. It's almost like seeing Notorious mm-hmm. with be you know the Biggie movie, which I think depicted uh, you know Notorious's career pretty well. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know he only was in the limelight for five years or whatever it was, and, and you know NWA has been around for a really long time. Um, it's a really cool story. I don't know if they show it in the movie. I don't think they do anyway. Uh, it's Ice Cube. And mm-hmm. I was I was there when he told the story because I used to work uh, with some guys who used to work for Cube Vision, and uh, he was at a he was at a nightclub with uh, Puffy and Biggie Ice Cube in like '95 or whatever before Easy died, and somebody comes up behind him and you know well Cube was buying a drink and he's like hey give me your money and he turns around and it was Easy E, and it was the first time they seen each other in like eight or nine years or something crazy like that. Uh, they they talked for like three hours. It was really cold. It was the winter. Uh, they go outside. Easy E is dressed in like a, a wife beater, and Q, uh-huh. they were trying to get a cab. Got a lot of details to this story. I heard it firsthand. They went through every detail of this. Yeah, and basically, Cube's like, "I'm going back inside. It's too cold." Easy's like, "I'm going to go to my hotel. It's about six blocks down." Ice Cube thought that Easy caught pneumonia while walking, flew back to Los Angeles, and died a couple of days later. Dead serious. That was the most, like, I can tell you every single detail. And then at the end, and there, here you go, what happened. Yeah, he died of AIDS. He caught the pneumonia that got him sick. And that's the onset of AIDS back in those days when they didn't know anything about it. Now they cure it with, like, Skittles. It's all good. I have no idea what that story meant. Yeah, it's true, though. I'm so confused. I think it's going to get Oscar buzz. I think it, yes, it is going to get Oscar buzz. It's a radar movie. Just speak... I'm interested how much mo- money this movie will make. I think it's going to do 40 million bucks. I mean, we've seen the power of the R-rated movie, Maybe especially more. with like movies like American Sniper, mm-hmm. but that had a whole nother element to it. Other yeah. big, the top 10 money-making R movies are Passion of the Christ, American Sniper, The Matrix Reloaded, Hangover Part 1 and Part 2. Beverly's Hills Cop, The Exorcist, Ted, and Saving Private Ryan in 300. Nothing will ever beat Passion of the Christ. No. <laughs> that thing did gangbusters and made Mel Gibson even crazier than he already is. But I'm, I'm interested to see how much money this, this movie can yeah, make. Li- little Easy e Easy's uh, son wanted to play Easy e mm-hmm. but it didn't work out. But Cube's son was able to do it. To play yeah. Ice Cube and looks exactly like him. Yeah, so it's gonna be a fr- it's gonna be a very interesting movie this weekend. Also coming out is the Man from Uncle. This is a you know typical spy mm-hmm. action thriller. It's got Guy Ritchie is directing it. Yeah, he's it back has after a while. Henry Cavill, Army Hammer, mm-hmm. Hugh Grant. There's a hot chick in it. I don't know who she is though. Alicia Malone. Vikander. Oh yeah, her. If Alicia Malone was in it, I would see it. Yeah, Unfortunately, great. as it stands, I don't know if I'm going to be seeing this movie. Um, uh, you know, look, it's from an old TV show in the '60s. Mm-hmm. You know, that was that was really ahead of its time. I catch uh, a lot of episodes on uh, Turner Classic or whatever it is, AMC. It's actually a really well done show. They, the marketing this on the for shelf. this movie has been horrible. Uh, it's, you know, it's tough to market. You know, is. You know, is everybody it? Knows, everybody People knows the one guy. feed into these movies. Army Hammer, the last thing he did was uh, The Lone Ranger, mm-hmm. which wasn't good. And the other one was, uh, you know, Carol that does fucking Superman. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, they're both good looking guys. They're will great they get the, will they get the chicks looking there? guys. You know, they know. 
I don't think they've marketed this well at all. And being that it is a spy action movie and you have Mission Impossible out, you're going to see Mission Impossible over this, even though it's been out for, it's going to be out for three weeks. Man from Uncle just to me has not been pushed right at all. Guy, Guy Ritchie hasn't done anything since Madonna. And so. Guy Ritchie is not known for making blockbuster. I mean, he has the Sherlock Holmes, but that has its own franchise. Yeah, it's a built-in brand. And it's, oh, he did Lock, Stock, and Two Barrels and whatever it is. That and, that movie is a cult classic. It didn't yeah. make box office money. No, he came up with those uh, those camera tricks. I mean, he was uh, he was the guy. That I mean, bullet yes, slicing and all that interest, other shit. And he has interesting like, angles and sets up his shots in a different hey, he's way. A, he's, but he's great. And he, he I'm did not the, saying he's not a bad director. I'm that. saying that they haven't marketed this movie well. And well, I don't think it's going to make the money. I think JT and they also was haven't right. released re- reviews for it. That's true. I think JT was right with, uh, you know, it's going to be flip-flop between Mission Impossible and this. It's going to be mm-hmm. very, very tight because yeah. of just the, the, how hideous Fantastic Four is. You know, Cruz was uh, going to be in Man from Uncle. Tom really? Cruise, yeah. He dropped out to focus more on Mission Impossible 5, which and is probably the right move. And they did it for opening the same month? They don't That's care. Funny. All right. Well, also coming out, you have, it was mentioned on here, she's funny that way. Yeah. Do you have a story about this? Why am I, why am I telling people about this movie? Uh, Imogene, Imogene Potts is really hot. She's in this. But yeah. Owen Wilson's in it. That guy's, ugh, whatever. Jennifer Aniston's in it. Yeah. Uh, Peter Bogdanovich is directing it. He hasn't directed something in a really long time. Um, I just found out he turned down Godfather and Chinatown. Peter Bogdanovich. He's very flamboyant and man about town. I think, you know, I forget what he's done. He, he did the last picture show or something. I think he wrote that or something, which is a great movie. Well, he did write the screenplay for. Yes. So about, yeah. Owen Wilson like plays that. a director. He's known for like Paper Moon, What's Up Doc, Target. The yeah. Last picture it was very show, yeah. 60s and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, he wrote this. It's about a director who casts like a, uh, his, his call girl girlfriend in a movie, something along those lines. All right. Well, let's get into our AKA, predictions because it's not, and it's not going to be in the top five. So we're not going to talk about it anymore. JT mm-hmm. already listed his five, which were straight out of Compton, then going to Uncle, then MI5, Fantastic Four, and rounding up the five would be the gift. Mm-hmm. That is his top five. You said you might have a similar one. I actually, yeah, it's pretty much right on point, and he has it at a 40 where I have it at. Um, you know what, though? You're going to switch them? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I am going to go straight out of Compton. Mm-hmm. Number one in a, in a landslide. 40 million plus. White people are going to see this in droves, and that's where the money comes from. That's where that extra money comes from. Uh, Mission Impossible, number two, probably at like 18 because the word amounts there and it's still solid. Now, Man from Uncle at number three, I'll go with, I don't know, 16. Mm-hmm. It's going to be super close. I mean, look, there's similar type espionage films. Uh, Mission Impossible has a, a brand though, and it has Tom Cruise. The other two have Army Hammer and Superman. Um, is what it is. Number four, you know, I want to put Gift at number four because I think Fantastic is going to be terrible, but there's still going to be people to watch this to see how terrible it is. Mm-hmm. I think Fantastic comes in at like 10, hopefully less than that, but I doubt it. And then you'll see Gift at like eight. Uh, I mean, I think we're all just going to be very close on this one. Yeah. 
Um, cause the, all that you switched was Emma, yeah, Emma two, and two uncle. And, three, yes. and, uh, I, my, I really think JT has a really solid list. He does. Um, these are the ones we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, straight out of Compton is going to be number one. It could do more than 40. It could do like 50. It depends. This is a solid movie. 92 on Rotten Tomatoes. It's not just like, hey, this is a like like Notorious or like a Tupac documentary mm-hmm. or something like that. This is like a real legitimate story with some fantastic yeah. music. And I think you're going to see repeat viewers. And it could do 50. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Well, it's going to go to straight out of Compton. Then I'm going to give it to a man from Uncle. Pass it down to... See, this is why I might just have to change it because I was going to have the exact same list as JTE. Mm-hmm. Mission Impossible, Fantastic Four, The Gift. Mm-hmm. Pardon me, might just switch. And that's what I'm still with. And he said 40. I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it 55. Wow. I'm going to give it high. Okay. That's not, I mean, that's, that's you're at a 50. little high. Yeah. You're at 50. He's at 40. Right. So Correct. we'll just make that the game and see how it goes. I like that idea. I think it's I think it's gonna be it's gonna be very close. Like I said, straight out of Compton is uh it's a global phenomenon right now. You start pumping it on Facebook like yeah. that. These memes are everywhere. You're gonna get every race going to see this. There's a lot of like Chinese gangsters that are gonna go see this. Everybody. Everyone, let's see what the callers have to say about our new releases and if they have any questions. Hello, you're on Box Office Mojo. Who do we got? Or a breakdown. That's what I thank you. You're mm-hmm. not on Box Office Mojo. No. I'm on Box Office Mojo right now. Yes, there you go. <laughs> Who do we have? Hey, what's doing? Hey, hey what's up, dude? What's going on? Not much, man. Just wanted to congratulate you guys on yes, an awesome weekend. Sir. Sarah, you were great during the after hour show as well. Ah, uh, thank you. Yeah, I she was, was fantastic. She, she held her drink. own nicely. She answered her questions with <laughs> dignity. She graduated into womanhood on that show. Yeah. I think yeah. that's an we'll insult. No. I, I, I think that would be an insult if that was how I graduated into womanhood. No, that was it's womanhood. It's the after hour show. <laughs> I'm going to say no to that. So you didn't have, because uh, you, know, you were going five for five on a, conti- on a continuous basis here. You, did, you, you, you had Fantastic Four at number two. I mean, number one, right? Dylan? Yes. Yeah, mostly everybody did. How do you feel about it? It's flop. Uh, I mean the the studio tried to bury it, so it's kind of yeah. Yeah. It is. You know, not 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 releasing reviews until a day before. Yeah. Uh, just I mean, the cast didn't they, see they the movie. The cast the cast didn't see the movie until the the day of the screening. Can you imagine having to promote a movie that you haven't seen? They were because they've been pushing those actors out for weeks. They got slaughtered. It and was a bad campaign. They haven't campaign. even seen the movie. Fox should be ashamed yeah. of themselves. That's awful. Yeah, absolutely. So, what do you think? You got a top five? You got a question? What's the deal? Top five question. What you got? Yeah, I got a top five. I haven't done nice. that in a long. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Dylan. Uh, so I got. I got number one, Straight Outta Compton. Yes. Uh, number two, Man from Uncle. Yep. Three, Go Mission Impossible. God, I really don't want to put Fantastic Four at four. Nobody does. But, yeah. it, but it's going <laughs> to do it. It's going to be four. It'll do double digits by the skin of its teeth. Yeah. And then uh, 
you know, let's stick with the gift. That was awesome. That yeah. Was, so. so you, Sarah, yeah. and JT basically we're all the same. the same. Yeah, I think it's going to be very, very close this week on those things. It's going to what's the, what's going to decide it is the flip flop between Man from Uncle and uh, and Mission Impossible. Is that's what I have. So well, so yeah. you're also like how much money Fantastic Four brings in. Yeah. So is what, anyone just curious to see it? Yeah. Hey, Dylan. So what happened with? Um, are you still on there? Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm still what what happened with all the uh, the Schmoville uh, memes from the After Hours show? They went into uh, cyberspace. Yeah, we uh, <laughs> we were we were told to take to take all those down. I do still have um, a picture on my own. Nice that, that I'm going to use for you. It's when you're drinking the Grey Goose. Oh, that's still a good one. It's still the best one. Yeah, I, I, I did save that one because I, I was watching it and I was like, ah, you know, I'll just take all these tomorrow. Yeah. And I saw you, do, like, you just randomly walked on, did that, and I was like, yeah, I'm saving that. Oh, gosh. Did yeah, you we, have any other good ones that no one will ever be able to see again? Because we went home and it was like, there was like 400 and something notifications. And I'm like, I can't do them now because it's like 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> but I was like, I can't wait yeah, to get up no, and have, drink my coffee and read these. I'm and they were gone. I was so like, angry. I, there's so many things that I will never be able to see. That's correct. And that's, I want that's correct. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, there, there, uh, was, there were there were there was a lot the next day that we had to uh, yeah, go get through and clean up. Well, because there was a lot of people drunk watching as well. Yeah, and instead of commenting on the chat, a lot of people commented. Yeah, on the actual page. Yes, which, just, yeah, which was mayhem. Okay. All right, dude. Thanks for yeah. everything you do, dude. Yeah, thank you, Dylan. Yep, we'll talk to you All next right, week. Jeff. Let's All see right. if we got another caller. I'll say the right name of the show this time. That'd be not bad. <laughs> hey, you're here on Box Office Breakdown. Who do we got? Hey, this is Hugo. Hey, Hugo. Hey, what's up, Hugo? How you doing? Yeah, pretty good. Good. I man. have a top five for y'all. Oh, oh nice. Please, nice. Please We'd share. love to hear. It. Let's let 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 it go. Shoot. Okay, so I'm going to take a chance here. Mm-hmm. Ooh. All right. Always fun. Number one is going to be The Man from Uncle. Wow. Hey, look, man. It has a thousand more theaters. Look, everybody last week had uh, Fantastic Four at number one and Mission Impossible stunned everybody. So I like it. You go, go yeah. ahead. Number two, straight out of Compton. Um, mm-hmm. Number three, Mission Impossible. Number four, Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah. <laughs> number five, The Gift. Okay. Hey man, that's a. What do you think Uncle does to beat Compton? Uh, I say like fifty-five. Wow. Ah. Okay, look, Guy Ritchie has a lot of fans. You could be right. Yeah, I love Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. Okay, so you and go. I, I'm, I'm actually excited for this. Okay, yeah. so you're you go. You do you ha- you're on Twitter or Facebook? Uh yeah. Okay, cool. So if you do win, we'll hit you up, and you know, for taking that kind of uh, that risk, against, that risk. If you get that five for five, we'll send you something pretty cool. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Thank That's you for listening time. and calling in. Thanks, dude. Can we do one more? We got one more. We got time for one yeah, more. We do one more. <laughs> Hello. Got someone on box office breakdown. Who do we have? Hi, what's up? Uh, I'm Dan from New Jersey. Hey, hey what's up? Dan, Dan from, from New, New Jersey. Jersey. Hey, where at? I like guitar. Yeah, like guitar. Hey, where at in Jersey from? Uh, I'm from North Jersey, Bergen County. Oh, nice, dude. Okay, like Route 78 or something like that. Or like... Yeah, actually, not not far from Route 17. Okay, beautiful, beautiful. What you got, man? You got a question? You got a, a top five? What's the deal? Uh, uh, two things. I do have a top five, but also. Uh, 
Finstock, you were absolutely right about that darker version of Hancock. Oh, really? Thank uh, you. Yeah, it's easily researchable, and mm-hmm. no joke, the original title was Tonight He Comes. Yes. What? That's correct. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, Who wrote yeah. that? Yep. But no. Who wrote that and got it to the like? It, was it optioned? It, yes. That it was one of the, It was one of the best scripts floating around Hollywood because it was so dark and weird, but nobody wanted to touch it, so they had to figure out how to make it right. So they took a lot of yeah, the, this, the this shitty elements out of it. Yes, it that's, is. That that is one hundred percent correct. I, so you so couldn't strange. you couldn't find the thing where any any facts about the Juno thing where uh, she tried to kiss. That's because uh, that's a lie. That might be a lie. Interesting. No. <laughs> that's so crazy to me that because that would basically make him a. Uh, uh, well, no, he's a superhero who's sexually frustrated. I mean, it's but almost, also like a murderer. Yeah, that's why he can't have sex. He probably probably blows it like a horse. It's you know, you shoot out gallons of stuff. It's okay, crazy. Just, Sorry. Go back to Dan from New Jersey. <laughs> Dan, please save me with your top five. Yeah. All right, so top five. Uh, number one is straight out of Compton. I say yep. about forty-four million. Yeah, right, that's, that's a good guess. guess. That's a solid guess. This has had good buzz since the first trailer, and mm-hmm. also uh, having Dr. Dre release his new album last week is probably the best marketing move ever made. Agreed. Um, having JT at the uh, uh, having JT at the swap meet over there is a, is probably the best move Compton will make all <laughs> all, all week. Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah. Uh, number two, I'm going to go with Mission Impossible. Mm-hmm. Uh, Three, Man from Uncle. Uh, no one's talking about that movie. I like your uh, thinking. Four, The Gift. Five, uh, Fantastic Four. Wow. All right. So we're you almost there. You are fairly close to Tom over here, but you're slightly different. So can we find you on like Facebook and Twitter and all that in case you win? In case you win. If you, if uh, yeah, you get... yeah. I'll, I'll post on the on the prediction post on awesome. uh, the Facebook page later. Yeah, All perfect. Because right. we, we have a great, bunch of Dan. new stuff to give away. Possibly and thank a, you for researching Tom over here. I don't always trust him so much. Possibly a new point break shirt that I just got. <laughs> I have a bunch of these. I may, may start giving them away. They're, awesome. they're form-fitting and really cool. They make your, you know, if you have a nice frame... Form fits they your accentuate frame. your frame yes. is what he is trying to say. Thank you, Dan, for calling in, Wait. and thank all of the callers. Do you for always, do you always wear no shoes? I'm currently wearing no shoes. Yeah, I'm so comfy feet. right now. Yeah, I'm like in my baggy sweatshirt and my no shoes. Yeah, she's she's having one of those days. <laughs> you know what? It's nice overcast out here. It's not as hot it's, as it was. It's just one of those days where I'm gonna, I just want to watch a movie. Perfection. I think we did well without JT today. You know, he made a call. That's but... actually why I'm wearing a sweatshirt. I normally just dress up for JTE. Yeah, of course. But I knew he wasn't going to be here today. Yeah, I know. So I was Plus, like, he can't defend you, and there's no little, there's no real, you know, middle gap between. <laughs> Are you tired? Do no you bar- recognize there's no barrier? Yeah, there's no deflection there's technique. There's no barrier. All right. Uh, we've gone over time. Yeah. And thank you all for watching us here at Box Office Breakdown. Yeah. Throwing a thank you out to Box Office Mojo for always helping mm. us out with those numbers. They do. And the Popcorn Talk Network. You guys, comment, rate, subscribe. Um, we will not delete your comments. No, we don't delete comments we don't around do here. That. Yeah, be as vulgar yeah. as you want to be. I'm just kidding. Uh, um, yeah. And thank you for anyone who turned into the after show yeah, or into the schmodown. We always appreciate all yeah. of you. Just so, a quick complaint about the third round. No soapboxes. Poof. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. 
I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only, do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals. <laughs>